0: Here we go! Here it comes. Yeah, we talk games! Here it comes! We talk games! People shake their energy! Our focus always rambles up topics! But we keep the going anyway! Yeah. TT Smookin's the robot sex spot! Oh. Stinky stinks so bad he smells!
1: talk games arcade weekly and arcade review show brought to you each monday free of charge from your friends over at wetalkgames.com and it's gonna be a stacked episode this week because not only is it mario his name is mario and he's dancing on the sand i think i think it's sand it might be stage joining me on the uh, the skype pipe keith the robo
2: duke do, 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 do. and Chris Nicobun Bun Herb, it's sand. <laughs> 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 I'm glad I was right about that. <laughs> so
1: you us about Duran If you're not following us on Twitter at We Talk Games, at StrictMachine, at RoboDuke, and at ObeyCube, the C is not a C, it's a uh, K. <laughs> you can see what transpired with uh, me being uh, put on blast with how I say Kunio-kun. I was like, why is Chris uh, s- saying I don't say Kunio-kun correctly? And then I listen back to episodes and I say Kunio-kun. So that's just me.
2: Fair, a jabbies person saying it that quickly probably would, it, and we'll play, uh, like a, the first couple times. I think it was in the Super Dodgeball episode. You were just like, "Oh, it, it definitely was that, that episode." Kind of like <laughs> Cunyakun, and I'm like, "What? what what's a Cunyakun?" It's like a raccoon, but different. Uh,
1: Chris, what game are we talking about this week? This one is a is a big one, a behemoth, a gorilla, if you
3: will. It's
2: Donkey Kong. It's Donkey Kong Senior.
3: What is Donkey Kong? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about
1: probably the most played well-known game within the pre-Mario Nintendo mythos
3: but then why is this the penultimate episode of Mario
1: it's the things that are leading up to Mario because this is the first appearance of Mario himself although i always knew it as Jumpman or him as Jumpman. So this is before he's actually called Mario. But now there seems to be this whole conspiracy theory with the. it's almost like these Berenstain and Berenstain Bears type of stuff where people are saying, no, I have this arcade flyer that says his name is Mario and he's a carpenter.
3: Yeah, I've seen those recently as well. Somebody dug it up. I'm not sure who, but it's already made its way to the Wikipedia page for Don. It's I don't believe it. Didn't have Mandela effect. Not real. <laughs> oh, is the Mandela effect the new way the man is going to trick us? It's all fake news, Keith. Ah, yeah. yes. Excellent.
2: It's alternative facts. Yeah, this
3: is
1: fake news right now. We're, alternative we're Mario. Alternative facts. <laughs> Resist. He is Jumpman. Man. This is my theory uh, that's going to dispute those flyers, and I could be wrong, and I'm okay with being wrong, as evident by Kunio-kun discussion. I think because these flyers that I'm seeing that call Jumpman Mario are all in English, I'm going to say that while, yes, there might be some flyers where the character was called Mario, the original Japanese character definitely was called Jumpman Man
2: it could have just been like a second wave of releases too like they could have gotten the first batch of machines cuz there are two sets of the rom out there right
1: and you know who's to say that once mario bros which is a game that we we're definitely discussing next week just so everybody knows
0: which <laughs> oh, also spoilers
1: the behemoth of a show what's to say that once that game was Even teased in the East that Western distributors didn't start just putting Mario's name
3: on the cabinet and the flyers. Well, it doesn't matter. You know what my, my other argument would be, too, is those flyers, the artwork for Donkey Kong and Mario is not Shigeru Miyamoto's original design that you see on the marquee and on the machine. They this are very different looking. So who's to say could be a Photoshop or some weird thing? Because they don't look like the original ones do at all. Mario's
1: very strange looking
3: on this flyer. I you look just going to say
1: that I much prefer the artwork on the Mario Bros. cabinet because it it resembles it's uh, the Mario was, we know now, which is why I don't of-
3: mind calling this guy Jumpman. He's like Mario's dad.
1: <laughs> the Mario Bros. version of Mario and Luigi aren't exactly Mario and Luigi as we know them today, but they're they're a lot closer to this variant of Mario. I love all the. There's a lot like, especially with uh, European and American arcade publishers, with the different clones and uh, hacked versions of Donkey Kong. Like, there's a lot of different, strange interpretations of Mario out there that. You should check out. I'm sure you're both very familiar with these kind of goofy looking Marios that were around all released around this time. Oh, yeah. When was Donkey Kong released?
3: Uh, Donkey Kong came out in 1981. And something I wanted to bring to the table, I don't know if anyone else had here, is uh, Donkey Kong shares a legacy very similar to another game me and you, Kyle, talked Mm -hmm. about in Mario, which is Skyskipper. Yes, why? Well, Skyskipper, as you, uh, we discussed, was not very popular, so what happened was it was repurposed. They took these circuit mm-hmm. boards and repurposed them into the Popeye machines, the Popeye right. arcade game. Now, in 1981, Popeye wasn't out yet, but Correct. Nintendo was pursuing a Popeye license. They wanted to make a Popeye video game, and guess what? That came out in 1982, but... Yes.
1: And we've discussed that game in the past, and if you missed that episode, go to wetalkgames.com slash in
3: the can, search Popeye, it's right there. Great episode, Kyle and Wiggly, Wiggly being like the super Popeye fan, so yeah, great episode. But the interesting thing about Donkey Kong is Donkey Kong is actually a repurposed circuit board from another Nintendo game that wasn't very popular in America, Radar Scope. Right.
1: And as we've talked about in previous episodes within this month, Radar Scope is another example of how Nintendo was not a trailblazer yet. They were very much followers in what was popular. Because Radar Scope plays kind of like Galaga. It's actually like a not good version of Gyrus or Juno first, with, where it played with perspective a little bit. But it's kind of just a boring game. Now, Radar Scope... When it was initially released, it was getting some traction because space shooters were popular at the time. But once Pac-Man came in... And broke that up as far as like mascots are concerned. There was no market for it here in North America. So they had all these cabinets ready to go to ship over here and realized that like nobody's going to play these games. So, yeah, yeah, they had to repurpose the boards and the cabinets. And yeah. this is what they did.
3: Yeah. And so they decided to go to uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, actually, who worked on. Radar scope and mm-hmm. asked him to design a game. And they came up with the idea for Donkey Kong because they couldn't get the Popeye license for characters. So they yeah. made their own. Right. Which they had done before with Sky Skipper. But mm-hmm. um, didn't really hit the mark. So they decided to go to the well to the well. Everyone has gone to since the the movie was made. Biggest yes. making mechanic for Donkey Kong. However, that court battle went. Oh, like, sure. With Universal with films. Universal is yeah. King Kong. If we're sure. ever going to get Godzilla. into that. Versus Godzilla, yes. Mario representing the giant lizard <laughs> <laughs> going against uh, Donkey Kong, stealing uh, his woman. Do you think the reason Universal
1: put out, what was it, 84? The King Kong with Jessica Lange. It yeah. was definitely in the 80s. Yeah, Do you think, I think they, it's they, put the, they, they put the wheels in motion with that because of that court battle? Because they lost it, like it, was it them maybe. renewing the franchise? Maybe I, I don't know. It's a theory. There was no need for that movie to come out. No, it's not. <laughs> Except isn't it? for a very good Universal ride.
2: Yeah, and Versus I think was ride. that the one with the Renee Avershine uh, Wall in it? I think so. Yes, yes. He yeah. drinks a lot. It's great. Yeah.
1: Either way, yes, there was a a legal battle associated with this game because it, you know Universal felt it was too similar to King Kong, and it is.
3: It's. Damsel in distress, dude's got to rescue her. Pauline, as she's known, the original Princess Peach. And Pauline's sprite
1: and her original artwork, big variation from what it is today. She actually looks more like the damsel in the original King Kong today than she did in the arcade uh, where she originated from
3: she looks to me kind of like olive oil a little bit you know yeah yeah I, I definitely you
1: definitely see the parallels with Popeye and this game it is also interesting to note a little history about the game and we talked about this uh, on the Congo Bongo episode another episode you can search and listen to this was another example where at the time Nintendo did not have the capabilities to manufacture these boards so they licensed them out to Ikigami And I'll let Chris correct me if I said that wrong. Uh,
2: (laughs) Don't know how it's spelled, so you're close enough.
1: Okay, so they were the manufacturer of arcade boards or circuit boards who helped Nintendo develop this game. So Nintendo came to them with ideas, and they made it happen. The reason why this is important is because there was a big legal battle between the two of them as far as who owned the rights to the game. Clearly, Nintendo won. But it's interesting to note, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, there's been a level within this arcade game that has been systematically removed from any port of
3: this game since what yes wow um, i don't know too much about donkey kong that deep man so there's a level you're, you're within this me on this
1: there's a level within this game which people mistakenly call pie factory and i'm not going to crawl up anybody's ass about it if you call Oh pie god
3: Fa- i've heard that mentioned on this program it's, before it's, i've been on it it's It's a cement factory.
1: Why are you baking pies with an uh, oil can in a construction (laughs) site? I don't know. And whatever it is, it is. It's very abstract anyway. But this level has been omitted from every arcade port of this game since the arcade was released. And it's theorized that Nintendo did not come up with this specific level, so in whatever agreement they had, this level needed to be taken out. Now, real quick, on the Congo Bongo episode, you can listen to it. I'm not a fan of Donkey Kong. I understand its merits. I understand it's a watermark. I think it belongs here during Mario very much, but I'm not going to bestow upon it the pure arcade title crown that we give out to certain games, because I think that there are a lot of flaws with the game but the game is super important for not only the mario franchise but for arcade games i just want to put it out there right right now that i might be a little disparaging on this game because i don't find this game as fun as maybe some of its sequels or like a game like congo bongo which i thought was a better version of donkey kong that's me just prefacing a little bit
2: chris what is donkey kong (laughs) genre wise uh, I would say it's one of the first platformers, really, because you're literally climbing platforms and jumping things.
1: Sure. And it's, it's unique unto itself. I think an earlier platformer, quote unquote, would be like a game like Space Panic, but... Space Panic is not nearly as fun as Donkey no, Kong No, God, is. no. So, uh, all right. I think everybody knows what Donkey Kong
3: is. Yeah, if you're but, listening uh, to this and you don't know what Donkey Kong is, I, hi, Howard, did you get here? <laughs> or maybe my son at 11 months old. <laughs> mm. So, Keith, you touched on it a little bit. What's the plot of Donkey Kong? The plot of Donkey Kong is simple. It's the plot of many and 1980s arcade game. Are there some tropes? We got got some damsel in distress tropes, you know, we got some male male protagonists amongst our patriarchy, you know, always having to be the one to save the day. Okay. You know, we got some animal abuse in there. We got a little animal abuse. This poor ape doesn't know what he's doing, man. He just sees a pretty object. It's a pretty pink dress. He just sees a color. Why are we punishing him like this? How is this ape so good at throwing barrels into a hobo's hobo's oven <laughs> yeah. to, to make flame monsters? How is this happening? I know, you yeah, know, Donkey Kong's a great game. It's like you were saying, I'm, I too would say I'm not like the biggest donkey kong guy because my first arcade game was pac-man actually mm-hmm. i remember being a kid like kindergarten first grade going to get school uniforms or shoes at this shoe store uniform place and for some reason they had a pac-man machine in there mm-hmm. so i played pac-man originally as a little kid not donkey kong and donkey kong just fucking hard it sadly Very does hard. suffer a bit from not a pure arcade feel but uh sort of you know it's one of the big dogs. It's one of the big games from
1: the golden era of the arcade that really moved the medium in another direction. Mm-hmm. Space Invaders, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, they're are onto a class of their own. When I say, and I, I think we've made this clear in the past, but I'll, I'll remind everybody. When, when any of us say, I find this game to be a pure arcade title, it means you can sit down, learn the controls... And get better as you play. I've been playing Donkey Kong in the arcade, at home, wherever, since I was about six starting with the Atari 2600 version, which I admit, not the best fucking version to play this game. <laughs>
3: so you got to be
1: like contesting
3: with Billy Mitchell at this point for high scores, right? Absolutely not.
1: I have never been able to wrap my head around this game. I can get through the first cycle, and that's about where it ends, because this game, as we'll discuss, not only is it challenging, I find it to be very unfair. But, Chris, do you have any making mechanics for Donkey Kong? I know that's a difficult question because it's its own thing. Yes, it's a platformer, but it's it's own, like there wasn't any game that was exactly like this
2: prior. Yeah, I got nothing. Nothing off the top of my head. Just-
3: Gunpei Yokoi ahead of the curve with this one once again
2: you've got the movie that's it really sure
3: and like i said space panic but it, it, the only- you can just put popeye in there too as i, I mentioned that's a making though. mechanic yeah, popeye came after but like no space- but the, the just the character dynamic you know what i mean
1: Oh, oh! Uh, the character oh, okay, cartoon, yes. Yeah, there's a big brute, captures the damsel, has to be rescued by uh, the weird-looking
3: hero. Yeah, by uh, uh, Mr. We, Video we, we or Jumpman, yeah. whatever the hell you want to call him.
2: We we, <laughs> read, we mentioned hobos, hobos making mechanic, or go. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dumpster
3: fire, yeah, there we go, there we go. The bundles. Yeah, so uh, the Wait, only is early- he a hobo? Huh. Oh, stop. He starts the game next to a flaming barrel. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe maybe the uh the construction work's not going so well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well that's because
3: yeah. he's a carpenter and they've moved on to steel.
2: There's that and you know maybe he, you know, got hired by a certain uh orange man who uh, doesn't pay his workers or didn't. Oh man, you beat me to the punch there. <laughs> so, so yeah, oh yeah, so construction in general, there's a making mechanic.
1: So, the earliest platformer that I could think of was Taito Space Panic. That game's junk. I hate it. It wastes one slot on my cocktail table downstairs. (laughs) I really wish there was any other game in there, because I will never play a a minute more of Space Panic. But Space Panic has platforms and ladders, and you are avoiding enemies, but it plays more like Load Runner. So, Donkey Kong is the start of its own thing, because there was many games that came out after this that would... uh, chomp at them to come up with their own ideas a game we discussed journey (laughs) also has its own donkey kong-esque level within that arcade game just to show how deep this mechanic went and here's where we'll start discussing the game and then we'll swing back around to the character and also some of the other games that came out that are worth noting this is one of the reasons i'm not a big fan of the game is the controls you have more control over the Mario avatar when you're jumping than you would in Mario Bros, but not in the same way as Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario Bros. When I say Mario Bros, think the platforming game with the pipes,
3: which I like that. <laughs> that really but, narrows it down. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Well, yeah, okay, so just kidding. It's just, We know what you mean. The, the arcade single screen. We know what you mean.
2: one with the crabs. But not Mario
3: 2. Pow block Dad. and not no radishes. <laughs> yeah. Crabs works, definitely. The one with the crabs.
1: So I like how when he's mid air, you can waggle him back and forth a little bit and it gives you a little bit of play. But I really feel like you're hammering the joystick. I don't have to emulate this either because I, I have it on the, the cocktail table. So I'm playing it with the joystick, the buttons. It's Pretty legitimate. It's not an exact Donkey Kong board, but it's a JAMA board, which is similar. Even when I play it out in the wild, and I have played it numerous times, I just feel like he's a heavy sprite. For a guy called Jumpman, he's not Simon Belmont heavy when he jumps, but he's he's kind of hard to move around and mitigate these tears, and especially when there's a lot of cheapness happening with the AI and how. And I know you can do little tricks, and some of us, uh, except for Keith, I guess, is the only person on the planet who hasn't seen Fistful of Quarters. <laughs> but,
0: yeah,
3: surprisingly, yeah, haven't seen King but, of Kong some patterns and shit but
1: again like you gotta be lawnmower man-esque to really remember that shit if you're just going into this blind and trying to play a game i don't think you're gonna have an enjoyable experience you're gonna die on the first level a lot because is it safe to go up this ladder is it not and a barrel hits me in the head or a wild barrel happens where it doesn't even follow the path that other barrels follow Follow, or there's five grouped together that you somehow are going to have to try to jump over and a uh, newsflash you can't. Later levels when there's um, f- these little flame guys, little balls of fire with eyes, and they follow you and then they sort of like are jockeying you because they know you have to get down this ladder and now there's just two chilling there until time runs out. So a lot of unfair things happening in this game and maybe that's more within its programming but the controls don't make it easier to mitigate these faults of the game it's me
2: my favorite deaths are like you stub your toe or you like you click click click, you click your heel on a barrel because you just barely missed it or your time oh or when they get right when you grab the hammer but they're inside the hammer's range yep
1: yeah they get underneath the hammer. So yeah. you're
2: holding a hammer up, the music's
3: playing, I'm invincible. Oh, but you have to. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a mean so, game with trying to get up those ladders and seeing. You're trying to find a pattern. Yeah, it's there. But it's one of those crazy like, well, if you hide in this corner in Pac-Man, the ghosts will go along this path. And then, you know, mm-hmm. it'll fall this way. When meanwhile, I'm just sitting there going, is a barrel going to come down this ladder? Is the do I have enough? You're, you're trying to think, do I have enough time to climb up this ladder? And because this dude feels like he has that pot belly he does in the weird artwork <laughs> as you're trying to run him along, because the one thing I always found annoying with Donkey Kong. Uh, that always annoyed me as a kid and still does now is getting up a ladder. You re- like you said, you really are pushing that joystick and you got to wait until that animation of him climbing up the ladder finishes before you try to go left or right. And you're going to tr- you're going to think you've made it to the top and hit left or right and actually be stuck. And that's when the barrel's going to come and smack you in the side of the head. Right. And oh, it just to try to get that timing down it's, it's hard. Like, I can understand yeah. why people revere Billy Mitchell and these guys who can get these scores in this and read these games because, yeah, that takes, like, some savant-level stuff is going yeah. on there. It's way too it's, much for me. I can't get past, like, the third, you know, I beat the first level, beat it, save Pauline, get to the second iteration of the first level, and there's no way I'm getting past that.
1: All right. Well, this is good that you touched on this and uh, let's give a little bit of sweet with the sour. So one of the things that make this game of note, we've touched on Pac-Man, which introduced like this sort of mascot or character driven game. We've touched on Mario Bros. The big distinction between those two games and Donkey Kong is that you don't change your stage. So it's single screen. This is the maze. This is the setup of the platforms. That's it. You're going to just keep playing within this environment. Donkey Kong did something which I don't believe is unique or was the first time it happened, but it was definitely the first time it happened with a big hit like this. The stages change. And I mean that in the environment change. It wasn't just a graphical change where they changed the color of the girders. The mechanics of the game change a little bit as far as what you're expected to do. So, Chris, hopefully you have this handy, and if not, we'll help you along the way. But why don't you run down the different levels of Donkey Kong, and we'll go over how they play differently from one another. The mechanics are always the same. You're jumping, hammers, dodging
2: hazards, but you're not always jumping over barrels. First level. That's the one everybody has seen at some sure. point. And it gets parried forever. It's the girders and Donkey Kong does the stompity stomp and bends things even though they're four or five levels down. Don't know uh-huh. how the physics of that works. Whatever <laughs> video games. But uh, yeah. The angled ones are basically like little ramps and barrels are everywhere. Yeah. There's the there's the hobo fire at the bottom and um, you're just trying to climb your way up to... It's the uh, stage that
1: is most associated with this game.
2: Yeah. It's Tilted the girders, they- barrels. When this,
1: uh, <laughs> when this game would become a Saturday morning cartoon and get sequels and then appear on the, the Nintendo... Uh, forget the Nintendo 64, but it was a part of that as well. But the Super Nintendo with Donkey Kong Country, barrels
3: was such a big part of all of that. You yeah. Know? It never stops. I would say that this screen is the most parodied video game thing. Sure. That too. I'm already thinking of Futurama and a million other, uh, you know, fucking pixels. But that wasn't a parody. Anyway. You climb the girders, you jump over the barrels,
1: you get to the top. Pretty intuitive as far as what you're expected to do. What's the next level, Chris?
2: Is 2 the the knock the supports out, or is it the elevators? Okay, level 2, it's uh, 3 or 4 tiers, uh, and there's little... nubbins in between parts of the girders and you have to walk over those to knock them out you can hop across the gaps everything's still connected by ladders but you have to knock all those out and get to the top
3: you just knock them all out and it makes it collapse and Donkey kong falls on his head in classic king kong fashion and then i guess you're smooching on your gal Yeah, Yeah.
1: action happening, very similar to what you would see in Popeye. And they they do look like little nubbings. There's two sets per platform, which you have to get on the left and the right. And this is the stage where there are no barrels, but there are these little, I want to call them Frygar. They probably have a name. It's not Frygar, because that's the, the, uh, (laughs) the dragon in Dig
2: Dug. But... Fry Guys No Fry Guy is the big fire guy In Mario Brothers 2 I know
3: maybe this is like his Like this is before him that's why they had The big flame guy in Mario 2 Uh, Well actually
1: That was an enemy in Doki Doki
3: Panic and they repurposed that game
1: To be Super Mario Brothers 2 so it's not an actual Super Mario game But I've already (laughs) delved into my hatred Of that Yeah
2: Oh, I, I want to say Potabos are their name, but that's the things that jump out of the fire in Super Mario Brothers. So uh, I don't know. Maybe. So they're
1: fireballs with little eyes, and they're they're yes. cute, cute little character, and that's. The- they are dicks, though, right? This is what I'm talking about with the AI. Like, they don't
2: follow a pattern. They follow you, and uh, they know where to, like, uh, trap you.
0: They know they don't the, don't the timing. They really
2: don't follow you that much. They're like teenagers. They just fucking loiter in the least convenient places possible. And, like, you can't call the cops to get them to disperse. So you're kind of K fucked. They know.
3: <laughs> it's, it's like they know. You're like, I'm going to go up the ladder. Let me just move. Oh, nope, he's going towards the top of the. Okay, you know, I'm not going to go up the ladder. It's cool. Okay, I'm going to use the ladder now. And he's like, I want to use the ladder too and you're like but you're just doing this to piss me off aren't you exactly yes. like teenagers, yeah, teenagers yeah.
1: <laughs> once you complete those two levels you cycle back to the first level which keith didn't understand <laughs> initially but we went over it together and so you know wait, what here's,
3: here's why and I, and I said this in our previous chat yes my favorite donkey kong game i love donkey kong jr i played
1: oh, man and i i like that one even
3: less i played a ton of that on nintendo actually Okay. I played a lot I, of that on it. Nintendo. And it's, it's a just, fun game. I love the vine climbing. And I liked the idea of, you know, the reversal of, you know, Mario being like, now I've got your dad. And you're like, fuck you. And you're going after him. If you him. think
1: about those two games together, you don't ever need a Donkey Kong 3, which is my favorite game in the franchise. But it's. Kaylee the, the Bugman! I love that game. And I love the theme of it. It has very little to do with this story, though. And it, I guess it's a. Um, it's a two-act story where Mario rescues Pauline and imprisons Donkey Kong, and then Junior rescues Donkey Kong to be free, so he can capture uh, Pauline again. And it's just this nice, complete cycle between those two games. Again, I respect these games a lot. I don't, I don't enjoy playing them as much, you know. So you played Donkey Kong Junior more, so you weren't as familiar with the cycling through. But no. you go, back, you play through the first two levels again, so you're, you're. You're jumping over barrels, then you're knocking out supports to make the girders fall and uh, make Donkey Kong get a concussion. Was the elevator's level only on the NES, then? When you go into the second cycle, that's the new stage that
2: is um, added. Oh, it-, it tacks it on. Okay. Right. So this- I, su- I suck at Donkey Kong, so I don't usually see that naturally. <laughs> yeah, same here. I don't think I've ever played that level. So I did on the NES, but I'm pretty sure Game Genie was involved. Two uh, little elevator gym jams right from where you start, and there's like a platform with two ladders on it. I played it in NES Remix. I played it on the NES. There's more of those flame dudes. One's doing a loop on that dual ladder platform in the yeah. most inconvenient way possible, But it's also, I think, the second one where you can pick up some of Pauline's shit she threw around. Like she's got there's a an umbrella and a purse. And you can
1: actually do that in the previous. uh, We yeah yeah. I said it's the second time you can do it. Right. Oh okay. Yeah. You are correct. It's just for points. They don't meet yes. anything. So they're not power-ups. They're, the only power-up within the game are the hammers. I don't think the hammers appear in this stage. I, I think I, Yeah,
2: there would be no room to use them. Basically, you have to get over to the right where there is a, a ladder or two up to the top to do the sure. thing where you climb up and Donkey Kong's like, well, fuck.
1: And mechanically, this stage operates the most like what we would expect platformers to operate like in the future. And it's not all that difficult with the timing, but you have to time your jumps and you have to make sure you don't fall because as everybody knows, if you fall an inch in this game, you're dead. Yeah. It's not like, "Oh, well, that platform's right be- below me, I can ch- drop down there." No, you will die. You will break both your legs and your head will explode. There's no barrels in this stage. They're just those little fireball bastards uh, trying to fuck up your shit, and they do a pretty good job at it, following you around and making sure you can't jump onto a platform and, oh, shit, I'm on an elevator. Uh, how do I get off this elevator? This guy's not letting me get off, and you're dead. Pretty much. Keith, did you play this stage? I didn't get that far. I, I s- think that <laughs>
0: No, Nobody because
3: did. once you get to the first stage all over again and Donkey Kong starts dropping blue barrels and they're crisscrossing across the stage and the flames are coming up behind you. I I just never have gotten that good at this game. Uh you know, I didn't get oh, to play since mechanic. the right age there. of six, I'm sorry to say.
2: There's What's a making that? mechanic right there. Crisscross. Jump around. Jump around. Jump up, jump up, and get down.
1: I'm glad we could <laughs> hand fist that into this episode too. There's certain things like if you're a longtime listener, uh it's gotta be rewarding to hear uh these little inside jokes. It might be uh extremely off putting to new listeners who are like, What the hell is happening? <laughs> On these episodes, what's a bog hole all about? Uh, okay, so this is the, the, the this is the third stage that you experience. You cycle back, you go through the, the first three now, and the the last stage that's tacked on was the stage that I discussed at the top of the show, which is what a lot of people call the pie factory. Chris, what's going on in the pie
3: factory?
2: Uh, I. I don't even remember the arcade version of this but I think it was in it was in one of the console ports which may or may not come up in the very near future. Uh, there's like conveyor belts with trays of cement.
1: This stage has never been in a home console port. This is the one that people are theorizing has Are
2: you been- sure because yes.
1: Yes. Now, there's been reinterpretations of what this is. In,
2: okay, okay. In so it's a direct point.
1: port. All right, all right, right, all right. But this stage has never been... Po- like uh, Donkey Kong for the Nintendo, which is supposed to be an arcade port and is one of the best arcade ports of this game. And they That doesn't to- have it. This does not happen in that stage. However... Yes. It is on the Game Boy. There is a version of it. There is a version of it, yes. Okay. But this particular stage, how it's formatted and played, is not. And it's theorized that the reason behind this is because Nintendo didn't come up with this stage. Yeah, we went over that. Ikigami did. Now, uh, this stage, the reason why it's called Pie Factory or Semi Factory is because there are these dishes of stuff that are being conveyed on Us two stuff. Yeah, the stuff on two different levels within the stage, and they're wheeling in two different directions. So when you first enter the stage, you're at the bottom. And again, you have to work your way to the top to rescue Pauline. But there's conveyor belts moving. And I believe you have to jump over the pies. I don't think you can hit into the
2: pies. or you? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. If, if the uh, 94 interpretation, don't touch the fucking pie.
1: Don't touch the pies. Um, And the pies are destroyed at the third level of this stage into an oil drum, which, again, it's abstract either way. You want to call it cement factory, pie factory. It doesn't matter. this adds a new element to this whole platforming thing that, that again, we would see in later platformers and later Mario platformers with playing with a conveyor belt to mess with the mechanics. That's what makes this game relevant that's what makes this game historic is that it took the idea it's character centric but it also played with and introduced different
3: key elements that really birthed platform games the cornerstone i mean obviously you never would have gotten mario or Mario Brothers, you know, followed after it. But we wouldn't have any of the games we have nowadays, including other Donkey Kong games, or thinking Crash Bandicoot, you know, any of those games. We would not
2: have Waluigi, and that would be a... uh,
3: (laughs) That would be a shame.
1: I feel like you guys are really uh, biting at the bit to talk about other Donkey Kong games, and we are going to get there soon because this is the last stage within this game. You rescue Pauline at the top. There are no barrels to avoid. There's just those little flame dudes, and you can collect Pauline's items to collect some points. Yeah, that's it. The game then is just a cycle uh, until you hit a kill screen, which you'll never see. Unless you're watching somebody else do that. I will say this about the art direction. This is where Nintendo was really honing its style that you would see used with their... uh, Because they didn't stay in the arcade business much longer past this and a couple other games before they were doing like the Play Choice 10, which was just really a marketing scheme to get people to buy the Nintendo. But... Many early Nintendo games, first party, look similar to this game. Black backdrop, bright colors, detailed sprites. I will say Pauline as a sprite looks a lot more like a female than Princess Toadstool slash Peach did in Super Mario Brothers. Um but uh, this is where you start to see... And, and you saw it with Skyskipper. Keith and I talked about this, where the gorilla was very expressive, maybe even a, l- a little more expressive than Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong's very static in this
3: game. He um, is, but you can see where they obviously decided to keep going with that idea, having uh, there be... All those monkeys in Sky Skipper. but this one they broke. You know, this, this is why Universal got mad about it. Is a it was a little more popular than Sky Skipper was, and it was only one gorilla, and that other one it had multiple several. gorillas. Yeah, yeah, several.
1: This would definitely steer the ship for Nintendo for their art direction for future titles, and the sounds and little music uh, interludes in this game are something that are still used as sound effects for video games in film and television today.
3: So they're iconic. Yeah, and this, as I mentioned before, it's being the most parodied stage ever. But even Nintendo itself, you'll see those girders, those ladders those barrels you know that specific donkey kong and mario in so many games and this is where mario first actually looks like mario he looks the most i'd say he looks more like the mario and mario brothers one in this than they do in mario bros
2: oh really Actually, the palette was different in Super Mario Brothers. He looks like he looks like the Mario he would eventually become. I think they might have swapped the blue and red. No, it is
3: but, true because he does have red uh, overalls, not blue overalls in this. Right. His
1: hat's red. His mustache is blue. Again, we're working with a uh, limited palette here. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but, Super uh, Mario Brothers. He had that whole red and brown thing going on. Oh, true. I I don't know. He just buy the
3: amiibo, Keith. Well, I'm sorry. Maybe the version of Donkey Kong I played too much of because I'm better at it doesn't have any color
1: i don't want you to go too deep into donkey kong jr because we might t- me and you or you and wiggly might touch on that game in the future but that's not let- where it
2: was going he was trying to
1: segue yeah but let's talk about other donkey kong titles that we enjoyed and uh, we'll, we'll kick it off with this donkey kong 94 is one of the greatest Donkey Kong games ever. It possibly could be the best Donkey Kong game. And it's yeah, definitely one
2: of Donkey Kong Country the... could suck it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty
2: much. We'll, go,
1: we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to Donkey Kong Country. Uh, let's talk about uh, Donkey Kong 94 a little bit. Now, I've talked about it in previous iterations of this show. But, Keith, Chris, tell me about Donkey Kong 94 and why it's so great. It's
2: Donkey Kong, but it's good.
1: Wow, well, that sums it up. There's just one sentence review in fact yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like basically, they throw away a lot of the stuff that damned you in the arcade version. You can fall in yep. this one uh. The sprites are a little more animated. I'd say visually, the Mario sprite reminds me a fair amount of the one from the smaller Mario sprite from Super Mario Land 2, 6 Golden Coins. So you've got a lot more yes. animation there. Donkey Kong looks better. Pauline uh, is it back in her red dress form from, like, the promo art and stuff. And, uh, yeah, they also added uh, 100 levels. Well, 97 levels. jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the this is factory, what yeah, the pie factory is back in some form. Uh, yep. But then they then it just goes into like uh, various like you're going through different areas. Again, it looks a lot like Mario Land, Two, And uh, it's just different uh, kind of basically Donkey Kong platforming puzzles. And uh, oh, and you can do sick handstand backflip mm-hmm. super jumps, which are fucking amazing, which yeah. you don't realize
1: you can do from the very beginning of the game and that's one of the things that makes this game so special is that when it starts you think you're just playing donkey kong so you control the avatar of mario like you would expect him or what his limitations would be within the constraint of, of being in a donkey
3: kong game so keith this is the first time you played this game tell us about your experiences Well, I knew I could do all these crazy moves because I listened to We Talk Games, and you guys have about this. So I kind of knew from the get-go I had all these crazy moves. And the thing I didn't realize listening to you guys and then playing this is, if any of you out there like Super Mario 64, you have this game to thank. Because this is where they started coming up with that crazy set of moves he would Mm. debut in there, you know, he doesn't have the butt bounce oh, in this or oh, anything, oh. but the sliding, that momentum build up and doing the backflip. He can do the handstand and spring and do a jump and then do another jump after that. So it's almost a triple jump. I never figured that out.
0: Yeah, he has. <laughs> and, and the best part is, and the,
3: yeah, and the best part is, is you flip, you do the handstand, you jump. And if you time your jump, another jump right when he lands, he'll do another higher jump. But when he lands, he puts his hand up like a gymnast and he's like, ta-da! Oh. And it's awesome. That's
1: you're You're emulating this. I actually have this game proper. uh, And you're playing it in a very unique way. You're playing it with an arcade stick.
3: I am. That's the neat thing is uh, I do have the uh, you can't get this on the 3DS. Actually, you can emulate. You get it on there and uh, pick up the Game Boy version.
2: I don't think the loose card is all that expensive either. No, it's not. You can find that pretty well relatively as Amazon. It's it's definitely under 10 bucks. I'm going to say it's probably under five. And if you have a what is it? Super Game Boy?
1: And this is one of the few cartridges from the original series that has the maximized or, or optimized color palette. So when you plug this into a Super Game Boy for your Super Nintendo, it's full color and it also has a, um, a, a special, border. Uh, yeah, special border that looks similar to the arcade uh, bezel. Yes. So here's cool. the thing I
3: didn't know while playing it, though, is I knew you said, like, oh, you learn all these special moves, but I thought... It would recycle. I thought it was, oh, it's just Donkey Kong. But now, you know, you have these moves now play through these four levels better thinking, right. oh, I know the move, so I'm going to do good. And then it opened up and I love Mario Land, Two. I think it's one of the best Mario games mm-hmm. uh, for is. how for how unique it is, you know, right under the sea submarine and bubbles and the moon and all that crazy awesomeness. And um, it gave
2: us Wario, which eventually gave us Waluigi.
3: Exactly. <laughs> that as well. Uh, and gave it's us important. Wario land, which is oh, so good. Oh my God. That's to Mario land so,
2: too. Also the WarioWare series, which is incredible. Yeah. And which we haven't seen iteration
3: I'm sure, some of these Donkey Kong moments in their uh, little mini games. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so playing Donkey Kong for Game Boy, I bet the reason it's so cheap is it was probably overlooked. People probably went, oh, it's just Donkey Kong on Game Boy, not realizing it's this gigantic game which oh, playing so much more of because it controls better than the original Donkey Kong. It expands the game out. It has all these elements that it keeps expanding on as you go through the game and in these little cutscenes, you get to see you know maybe some tricks you didn't know how to do it that's how it introduces you to his other abilities sometimes is it'll show in a cutscene like oh if you flip upside down and do a handstand and donkey kong throws a barrel at you you can kick the barrel like he's actually
0: I didn't do that either. Yeah. <laughs> if he's doing
3: if he's doing a handstand you're invincible to barrels falling on him you'll kick it out of your way yep So
1: there's a lot this for a Game Boy game. It's super deep. And the one thing none of us touched on yet is that after the initial stages that you play through
3: now, the stages scroll. Yep. Now, down, left, right. Yeah. Still being a single screen, quote unquote, because you won't like traverse into another room or, you know, beyond the edges of that one. But it does make the screens bigger and adding a whole bunch of things. Now you're trying to collect a key and get the key. Mm To the door to continue chasing donkey kong through all these worlds i got to world four which is the jungle you can't go back you know it's not like mario land 2 where you can kind of go back along the map and look at everything you know you're just on a constant chase against donkey kong and the great thing is, is once you get to world four all of a sudden donkey kong jr is there and he starts meddling and doing mm-hmm. different things in the levels to add a whole nother element and that was great because everyone knows that donkey kong jr is the donkey kong we all know and love today right oh god okay so you don't like this you don't like the the, weird
2: lineage of no not really i I don't (laughs) i haven't gone into the rap yet and we're not going to
1: yeah i'm not gonna hate on donkey kong country like a lot of people do but i much prefer what donkey kong looks like in this game in his cabinet art. i don't like rare's interpretation of the character and that's just a personal choice i don't mind the tie i like the tie that's fun You know, but I I like how Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. look. And I I think I would have preferred a Donkey Kong Country that had those characters instead of Donkey and Diddy Kong.
2: I wish they had kept bringing back uh, Donkey Kong Jr. after the first Mario Kart. Yeah, it was Junior and that. And then we got Rare's Donkey Kong. And I'm just like, why? Oh yeah, I forgot it was the
3: original Donkey Kong in the in the Super Nintendo one. Yeah, yeah, in the original yeah, Mario in the onesie. Kart, it
2: was great. Oh, it's adorable.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I think that would be really neat. What you were saying, Kyle, I was like that would be kind of cool if it would instead a Donkey and Diddy, they just did Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Junior in his T-shirt. Which, if you think about it, Diddy Kong is rocking a T-shirt very similar to yeah. uh, Donkey Kong Junior's. So. That's a real quick. We Dream Games and a very yeah. small change to
1: a game. I love. Uh, I don't mind the the pre rendered graphics in Donkey Kong Country. Let's talk about Donkey Kong Country a little bit. So that's fine. The music is some of the best on the Super Nintendo. I, I find that those tracks to be great. Yeah. In your brain. Like
2: them. You don't you don't agree, Chris? Most of my experience with the Donkey Kong Country series yeah. is racing people on stream, and I've ne- never been good at those, so it doesn't go very long. Uh, I usually uh, stop playing and start playing regular Donkey Kong. Sure. No, I just, I'm just talking about the music. And, uh, there, there's some good was, jams. There's some good jams. I loved
3: Donkey um, Kong Country back in the day when it came out. I remember completing it and being very proud of myself. But anytime I be. go back, I'm like, how did I do that? Like, yeah. I get to the mine carts and some of the later That's levels, it. and I'm just yeah. like, this game's impossible. How the hell did I beat this game? And I love it nowadays because you look back and go, God, they pulled the biggest trick on all of us, didn't they? They were like, look at these 3D graphics. Isn't this amazing on your Super Nintendo? It's fucking pictures in a flip book. Yeah, and then they, they, they somehow were able to distill it down to Game Boy titles. Yeah, and then even make it like, look how great it looks on the Game Boy, and it's like that. No, it doesn't look great, but it, some yeah. people swear by those Game Boy Donkey Kong Country games. And nowadays, you know, Donkey Kong Country one's pretty great. Um, no, Diddy Kong Country is not good. It's not better than the first one. I don't know why people think that. The instant you have two characters that are the same build, pretty much. Takes away any originality. The Monkey sequels to the, that yeah, game. It got and, ridiculous. And no, yeah.
1: Either of you familiar that, you with it. that hideous cartoon that came out for Saturday mornings? Using <laughs> the jankiest CGI possible?
3: Thankfully no. I think I would have I tuned into it
2: briefly by accident once. And I then quickly untuned Away from it, yeah. Yeah. the animation is at the level of those
1: Philips CDI Zelda games. <laughs> They're just hideous and weird. They make really good uh, GIFs, but they don't make great uh, content as far as you know,
3: watching or playing. It looks like uh, a horrible cross between clay animation and you know, reboot.
2: Nobody was wondering what Ganon was up to, so I didn't care. <laughs>
1: Um, let me run down because we're we're going long I expected us to go long but I'm just going to run down all the games that Donkey Kong was in I think the only thing that was excluded from this list was the Game & Watch game Which, if I were to put together a list of my top three uh, Donkey Kong titles, it would be this Game Boy game that we discussed. Donkey Kong 3 and the Game & Watch game. I'll run down the list, and if you guys want to do your own threefer, because maybe this will spark some memories. Uh, We can do that at the end. But just quick thoughts on each. So we talked about Donkey Kong. We talked about Donkey Kong Jr. We talked about Donkey Kong 3. We're doing this chronologically. Uh, Donkey Kong Jr. math, I'm going (laughs) to expect neither of you to have anything to say. Oh, dude, I I love that shit. Do you? Did you have it? Uh, Did you play it in emulation, or did you have the cart?
2: I have it. I think it's. I think I have it in Animal Crossing, the original game you That was an unlockable. All right, you you brush up on your uh, edition and vision and whatnot. (laughs) It's uh, it's fucking boring as (laughs) shit. But uh, but I'm good at that one. All right, so from nineteen
1: eighty three to nineteen ninety four there wouldn't be a new Donkey Kong title to come out until the Game Boy game and then shortly followed up by Donkey Kong Country. And you gotta imagine that this is within Nintendo two teams kind of competing with each other as far as like what the direction should be for this franchise you know what i mean like the japanese were like let's keep it traditional and add some new elements into what donkey kong is and then rare was like we're gonna make donkey kong hip and this ain't your daddy's donkey kong he's got a surfboard now in fact there's a kong who has a surfboard and he's real
2: dope he uh, has no style he has no grace this kong is a fucking disgrace
1: Chris, not a fan. Uh, Keith and I, not indifferent. We played it back in the day. I don't hate on it. I feel like Keith is in the same
3: boat. Not your favorite Donkey Kong, but not terrible. But it was fun because my uh, younger sister was of age to be able to play video games when these came out. So they were a lot of fun for us to play together. So uh, somewhere there, it's cool. Yeah, so somewhere buried, I do have all three Donkey Kong Country cards. And I think Donkey Kong Country 64 somewhere, which is just horrible. Oh, it's yeah. horrible. No, it's a-
0: oh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Hold on. We're getting there, brother. We're getting there. Okay, so after Donkey Kong Country came Donkey Kong Land. This is a Game Boy title where they tried to – well, not they didn't try. They did. They ported Donkey Kong Country to the Game Boy. You which, know. it's ugly, but it's impressive that they were able to
2: do it. Yeah, uh, the spawns are super cheap in those, the Donkey Kong lands, but it's playable. Sure.
1: Then you have Donkey Kong Country 2, which has no Donkey Kong in it. Right? Donkey Kong is not a playable character in that one. I think it's... Yeah, that's Diddy and Dixie, isn't it? I don't want to even know
2: about that slash fiction, Chris, so if you have any information on no. Slash... Okay, good. I know it's probably... It's definitely happened. It's definitely oh, happened. Uh, without a so doubt. De- that's not a realm I delve into.
1: This is a quick sidebar. Just to fuck with my brother, I, I send him uh, Sonic slash fan art. Is that <laughs> yeah.
2: it's, it's I can't tough.
1: I can't believe That's how ridiculous. disturbing and depraved it is. And, and clearly some of it has been done by artists who have never, like, experienced sex in any form. Uh, but it is. It's very disturbing. Occasionally he just gets uh, random texts from me with just pictures. And it's always, I'm going to block you. Why do you send me this? I hate you. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap oh. up. <laughs> uh, so Donkey Kong Country 2, Donkey Kong Land 2, Donkey Kong Country 3. Then came Donkey Kong Land 3. You, you see, Donkey Kong uh, wh-
2: Country th- 3, I don't think had Donkey Kong in it either. No, it didn't. It had no, no, He was hanging out, but well. Yeah, that big dopey uh, baby. Yeah, um, basically, it was Doggy Kong Jr., but shitty. And uh, I, I'm still mad about that. Sure. Uh, that. A, a game
1: you guys might have liked. Uh, I wasn't a fan of it, but Diddy Kong Racing? Diddy Kong Racing!
2: My name's Bumpa. <laughs> the Doggy always Kong- drive is the Badger. Yeah. <laughs> <Hip-hop> the <laughs> turtle also not bad. Kong just Chris- sucks. Pro player tips
1: on Diddy Kong Racing. Uh, after that, we had Donkey Kong sixty four.
3: Uh, uh, no, Diddy Kong Racing is better. If you are going to play the N sixty four Donkey Kong game, Diddy I Kong, Kong am Racing am- is fun for introducing the planes and whatnot yeah. into that. It's it's super fun. It's definitely a fun game. You know what? I'll I'll say it here. I'm not like a big Mario Kart sixty four guy. Mm-hmm. Diddy Kong Racing, having introducing new elements and stuff, kind of has the one up on it.
2: Okay, yeah. Uh, that's a quick aside: Diddy Kong Racing uh, DS. Trash. They added a bunch of touchscreen bullshit. Don't even. Oh,
3: yeah, that was bad. Oh, kind the of control like Mario Kart play. DS? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so, uh, real quick on Donkey Kong 64, everything you need to know about it is the critiques that Shigeru Miyamoto had about that game. I agree with everything he said as far as why that game stinks. It was harsh. For him to say that, considering it was a second-party developed game, but it's true. Everything you do in that game is just wasting time. Um, after that, we had a big gap 2003
3: Donkey Konga. Oh, man, I always wanted the- to play that, because it was a platformer you played with bongos.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people like the first title in that series and really hate the uh, the second. But after Donkey Konga, we had Mario versus Donkey Kong, which would take no... Yeah, which would would take notes from Donkey Kong ninety four, mm-hmm. the Game Boy game. It was puzzle oriented, platforming, and I love it. I, I think it's 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 not as good as Donkey Kong ninety four, but it is almost as good. And it's, it, oh no, it's a and good air because, to the game. Yeah, Donkey Kong ninety four it just came out first, so it's not one is better than the other. It's just one deserves you know that distinction of being the first one. After that, in two thousand four, we had Donkey
2: Konga two. Yeah, no love for that. Nah, Donkey I never K- played a- oh, I Donkey- forgot it existed. <laughs> Donkey Kong- I have the bongos and I never played too. Okay. How about Donkey Kong Jungle Beat? Uh that was interesting actually. I've rented that. It-, it does make cool use of the bongos, but is that that's the game That's the rhythm-based
3: one, that, one. That's the like yeah. I played a little bit of that somewhere. It's all right, you know. It's yeah,
2: like, cause, yeah, I was I was mixing that up with King of Swing in my head, which is the GBA one where you just use yes. L and R, which is also kind of cool mechanic-wise. But no, that's yeah, cool because
3: you got to play and you got to clap and stuff like that, and it picks up on all that. It's not it's not too bad. Yeah,
1: Donkey Kong. Is, I feel like I've been saying Donkey Kong for days now. Donkey King Donkey King Sr. I like adding the Sr. at the back of it. 2005 <laughs> Donkey Kong King of Swing, Chris just touched on, was the next title to come out. And yes, it, the, the thing of note for that title was just the experimentation of controls. I feel like it would have benefited from having the little accelerometer that WarioWare Twisted did. Instead of doing the L&R, but actually tilting the Game Boy. And it was cool. There was another uh, Kirby game, too, that came out that had an accelerometer. Total tumble tilt and tumble i like this i like when they they try they actually tried new things on the handheld when on the home console and nintendo was being very conservative or just trying to cash in of course uh in 2006 we had mario versus donkey kong 2 march of the minis again i i enjoyed that game i like the mario versus donkey kong series yeah. um after that we had donkey kong barrel blast never played it I guess uh, neither of you have. I don't How know about, what that is. Uh, Donkey Kong Jungle
2: Climber. <laughs> that what? is similar to uh, the first LNR one. Oh, okay. Oh, is that like right. a mobile game? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know about Barrel Blast. I'm talking about the one after that. I think,
3: yeah, a sequel to Crazy Climber? What? Okay, so
1: uh, Donkey Kong Barrel Blast came out for the Wii. <laughs> And you would just waggle your shit around and blast oh, okay. around. Yeah, like every um, week. You know what? The waggle three of your us had better. Th- blast off. <laughs> yeah. The three of us had better things to do in 2007, I guess. Yeah. Donkey Kong Jungle Climber came out for the DS. And Chris is familiar with it, but I'm not. <laughs> vaguely, very vaguely. All right, then Nintendo took a year off and in 2009 came back with the Mario vs. Donkey Kong minis march again, which, you know, this is when they started it, too many chill too, too many of these are coming out who is in uh, love with
3: the minis not me yeah
1: then uh 2010 we had donkey kong versus i'm, I'm sorry mario versus donkey kong Miniland mayhem again stop yeah you're oversaturating a good thing Here's
3: here. a fourth one
1: yeah here's one uh, the two you might be familiar with in 2010 donkey kong country returns did either of you play that
3: no that's the skip- remake of the original right kind of no see i didn't end up playing any of those or i think the next one you're going to mention tropical freeze i don't know if that was next but i didn't play any of those i heard they're very difficult i heard
2: they tropical they... freeze is good has good game flow it screws with me because i'm the kind of guy who likes to explore stuff It's why i suck at sonic as well i keep dicking around in the stages looking for stuff and uh, it breaks the flow up and i'm like well i'm dead oh. Fellas, before
1: Tropical Freeze, there was yet another Mario and Donkey Kong Minis on the move oh game my. that came
2: out. Good God.
1: And that brings us current as far as all of the Donkey Kong games that came out from
2: 1981 to 2014. And look, for I was going to recommend, something. I was gonna recommend th- something based on the Minis thing, but now that I know there's like five or 70 of the goddamn <laughs> things. Um, I'll throw it out there. I anyway, if you have uh, a Wii U or 3DS and you have some amiibo, there's Mini Mario and Friends amiibo challenge. It's free to download, and you just tap your uh, amiibos in to get. There. It only works with uh, basically Mario series and Donkey Kong ones okay so, well it, like any of the mario was it can be the smash versions as well but mario luigi uh i think wario's in there the princesses are in there i know donkey and diddy are both in there but it's oh. the same sort of mario versus donkey Kong sort of puzzles but the different character the different amiibo characters work differently you can play without an amiibo there's like a default character that's based on a little uh puzzle looking dude from old old school nintendo that's like the filler character, but he doesn't have any special powers, so there's a lot of stuff you can't unlock. But yeah, it's just like mini-platforming puzzles along those same lines. That sounds good enough. Well, guys, uh, I'm Donkey Konged out, and I really
1: have
3: to take a piss. <laughs> so, <laughs> Keith, why don't you uh, remind listeners what they can do to help out the show that costs them nothing? Well, it costs you nothing to follow us on Twitter at We Talk Games to give us mm-hmm. a like over on Facebook at We Talk Games, or to check us out on Reddit at r slash We Talk Games.
1: Yeah, please do that because Chris and I are lonely.
3: <laughs> yeah, I need to start
2: posting stuff there.
3: I got to get on there. I'm not a Reddit dude. I'm a Twitter Actually- guy. So the best thing you can do there is retweet of our episodes, share them with your friends, share them with your friends in person, with your mouth. That's one of the best ways to do it. (laughs) Share things with your mouth. That's what I've been telling my wife. (laughs) But another way you can support us is if you're in the Long Island area, August 12th and the 13th, you can come see us in person at Long Island Retro Gaming Expo at the Cradle of Aviation in Garden City, Long Island New York. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, we'll be recording a live episode as a part of the event. We that will might be.
2: actually cost you something, but
1: Yeah, it's a few bucks to get through the door, but
2: you can check it out.
1: Just Google Long Island Retro Gaming Expo. It's only a few bucks to get in the door. There's going to be hundreds of vendors there, myself included, selling all sorts of retro game paraphernalia and original artwork. There's a lot of great artists coming to the event that I'm connected with who told me that they're going to be there. There's a lot of great podcasts that are going to be there. There's going to be panels. There's going to be tournaments. There's going to be things on display. Last year, they had the prototype for the Nintendo playstation i believe that's returning i'm not 100 on that but i'm
2: they, pretty yeah. sure they posted they said that's coming back
1: oh so that's really cool so you, you can see that in person if you live in Pennsylvania, jersey connecticut New York metro area. It's real easy to get to affordable hotels in the area. We keep plugging it because we want you to be there. If you listen to the show, come out and support us. We're going to have a good time and we're going to have special events at our booth. And then we're going to have a good time uh, doing our own thing, which is going to be a very special episode. And um, it's going to be an exclusive for Club Arcade Weekly members for a period of time. What's Club Arcade Weekly? Well, that's going to be unveiled relatively soon. But anyway, uh, guys, thank you for coming on. Thank you for helping uh, tackle this gorilla of an episode. Because I already said that. That's it. I, I, you know, I have no more ape analogies I can give so i'm glad we really dug into it i knew it would go long but i was happy that you both were here for chris the nico bone herb and keith the robo duke i'm kyle von kubic and i hope you'll join us next week as we talk at you again for we talk games arcade weekly mario